what is going on everybody this is it's just jimmy leonard here today on another podcast this one a little bit special and pertaining to a movie review on sonic the hedgehog now this might contain a couple maybe some minor spoils to it if you haven't already seen it but it's not really much just to be like oh snap that really happened because i mean if you happen to be around the block with sonic um you pretty much can already can you can already figure out what the ending could potentially be you know what i'm saying i mean it's a sonic movie and it's a sonic game if you think about it too at the same time in that regards now as for kids uh maybe but again like i said before there's not really a lot of spoils into this entire movie itself maybe if anything towards the after credits but even still you can kind of put the pieces together and stuff like that so again there's some spoilers just to be warned <laughs> well as i begin well again saw the hedgehog Jeez, what a journey um considering the fact that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, when it came out, and more or less as a teaser in the beginning of last year, roughly, how we happened to, you know, get a trailer, it's like, oh snap, Sonic's actually having a movie? This is gonna be awesome. And after looking through the movie, trailer at least, and we saw that, you know, character design for Sonic, the whole entire internet exploded the way it did. I mean, we're talking memes, we're talking everything that went along with the movie in that regards for that trailer because sonic just didn't look like sonic i mean you look at his eyes you look at his mouth the shoes everything i was just looking like yo you you cannot tell me you didn't have somebody in there that didn't know anything about sonic you tell me somebody in there did not know anything about sonic you had to have at least somebody that knew some type of general knowledge of sonic how he looks like no one you tell me no one looked online I get it that you want to make Sonic realistic, kind of like Detective Pikachu in a sense. I get that. But you're telling me you didn't have like a visual sense of what he could technically look like before you had your design the way it did. So it had every right to get it retaliated the way it did in the beginning. Right? And so with through all that retaliation, <laughs> through all the stuff that was mentioned online, and there was a lot, pretty much they went ahead and changed it. Of course it cost them about five million dollars roughly but hey i had no sympathy for it they should have known better to at least had did their research and see what sonic looked like so they they had to cough that money up but through all everything leading to the movie being released this past weekend um when we saw those trailers before it sonic looked amazing i was like thank you so so it came, it, it, it leaded up to that point, and it was it was great. So I'm glad they fixed that. They needed to. Having said all that, let's begin. Basically, in a sense that Sonic, we see in the beginning, he's just running around, around Green Hill, ironically, as we probably have seen through the trailers. And, you know, he's actually running as his kid self in the beginning, like a little baby version, as we, I guess, call him Baby Sonic. I mean, I thought when I hear Baby Sonic, I'm thinking of him being in a diaper, but he's not, but... I, I guess we're just gonna consider him as baby sonic so whatever i mean he's speaking so i mean i, I mean I, I don't know how how that ties in but that's besides the point so you basically see him running around <clears throat> the entire green hill area and eventually he goes back to this like treehouse area where this owl i guess was nurturing him through the time frame that he was there um those are the only two that we usually have saw until we saw people that was on the trees 
And what I saw from that, from the backside at least of those people, those could potentially be echidnas, by the way. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But from when I saw those little, I'll call it dreadlocks in a sense, those look like echidnas. Now, that's just my hunch, but we continue from that. And so they said they were chasing after Sonic and everything along there. And basically at the sense though, you know, they have those warp rings that we've seen before in the trailers as well. And so basically he had a whole bag full of them that was given to him by the owl lady. And basically he was trying to go back and try to save her. But, you know, of course the ring vanished and stuff like that. And he was teleported just right there into the world in a sense. He was given instructions, he was given a map, basically if anything else went down south, he would go to this mushroom zone. Which, again, <laughs> to me, that was Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, by the way. Um, it's interesting, because again, I mean, if you think of Mushroom Hill in the game, it's nothing but mushrooms. So you see that in real life, it's like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> nothing but mushrooms and forests and stuff like that, so that's interesting, right? Um, and, yeah, that kind of where that kind of goes from there i mean he gets a little bit older of course as to what we've seen and basically he's talking in a sense of you know talking about everything that he was able to see throughout the time being in the world over there um seeing the cop named tom and um, tika Sutner in, in there um in the movie and they all watching a movie and stuff like that and you know he had his own cave sitting there doing playing table tennis by himself reading the comics exercising all types of stuff stuff right because he's by himself he had nobody else so i mean to me when i saw a lot of those scenes it was kind of like they pretty much put like sonic in a sense of you know a kid version of himself like a teenager one because i mean we all know how sonic is i mean sonic is like you know he got attitude he has like those snarky one-liners you know everything like that and you know it's it's there but then you see a lot more with sonic in this movie kid level because when he was playing baseball by himself and of course with his speed <laughs> he was able to go to basically almost every position and stuff like that right and you know he's like oh he made he ran to home plate and stuff like that and he slide in there you know he was like yeah woo and then realizing nobody was there in the stands he kind of had a little bit of a tantrum he legit actually was running around those entire bases very fast to the point that he was basically making a, a ditch and trenches down below to the ground and stuff like that and as of course when he kept going fast and was erupting static electricity he pretty much made well emp pretty much the point that he was you know after he was done he yelled and stuff like that um it pretty much distributed everything electronically the lights everything pretty much in a nutshell and i was looking like interesting okay but to backtrack a little bit, though, um, of course, we see Tom sitting there as a cop, and you saw him, like, basically just sitting there because, you know, like any... Well, he was pretty much a sheriff, in a sense. But as a sheriff, he was able to, you know, he was trying to see, you know, if anybody can come down the road that he was standing on, like, pretty much monitoring and everything. And from there, he was able to kind of do that. And, and he wasn't getting nothing, so he just was playing around with the, um, with the radar gun and just try to make himself more useful <laughs> and then of course he saw a turtle and he was like <sighs> just like looking at the turtle and he was like yep going very slow you know so and then he got in contact with one of his other um sheriffs that was in the office and stuff like that and try to keep him occupied and stuff like that but then all of a sudden he saw like a dash of light 
that came by and the, like the blue burr and everything just coming by him and everything and you know he was like huh <laughs> and he was clocking him at like maybe like 295 and then almost went to like 300 in terms of speed and then you see sonic in the background actually just like yes <laughs> seeing him seeing like you know of course he of course tom didn't see him but just see him in the background just like yes it's like good good time good time yeah <laughs> so yeah you see that happening and whatnot and then he had like one of the quills that he picked up and stuff and he just went back after that so yep all that stuff like that <clears throat> also another thing um just to pinpoint back in the beginning of the movie before i get back to it in the beginning part of the movie you start off with it with you know you see sega right in the beginning and you see them you know saying like the sega film and everything like that it's like sega films like it almost reminded you of like marvel in a sense like marvel how they would show like the comics of or the movies that's made in marvel studios they kind of did that here with sega in a sense they show just pretty much about every single game almost that they can try to maybe fit into that sega logo of games that happened from like you know the genesis days the saturn the cd and of course the dreamcast and i'm just looking like oh like you, i saw like jet set radio i saw space channel 5 i saw altered beast golden axe i believe streets of rage was up there as well i mean there was just so many i was like looking back at i was like i was like when i sat there and was watching that i was like i almost wanted to yell because i was like what <laughs> Because it, it's pretty cool. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. Which I will end later on through, um, through the podcast. I will go back and revisit that discussion. Because there's things that could happen since they showed that logo. Things that Sega could do with those games. But, you know, I saved that for the end. Going back to the, the main storyline, though. Basically, in a sense, though, you know, you see... Um, Ever since that EMP had happened, of course, you know, the government and everything like that was trying to figure out, okay, you know, they were describing like something had happened. They're trying to figure out to get the bottom of it. Who did this? What happened? Everything like that. And, you know, whatnot. So basically some people made that suggestion in there and everybody was sort of was like, you know, they want to call a person in to kind of investigate this or need some expert help on this. And they were like saying, all the things about like the, the person they were talking about it's like what really you know it's like yeah this man got like five phds and you know uh high level iq which we know and stuff like that but they were saying all bad things about him <laughs> he's like he's weird and stuff it's like yes i know but it's pretty, you know the best thing we got right now so and other than robotnik who plays as oh, jim carrey plays as robotnik and i was looking like yes as we all know that you know of course jim carrey was gonna be playing as Robotnik, but, you know, there he is, coming in there with, you know, a plaid jacket, them shades, just, just coming in there, just looking with a straight face as he talks to the general and stuff, and basically, you know, as Jim Carrey, as we all know from a lot of movies that he's played, and even wacky ones, um, he played the role so well, it just was like, I mean, literally, when they were picking out, when they mentioned about him being Robotnik, in the movie in the beginning even during the time frame when they had to go ahead and redesign sonic i thought that was such a great pick because i couldn't think of anybody else who can legit legit actually play robotnik in his own wacky ways because if you can you play the games 
not even so much maybe the Genesis days because he doesn't really speak much in those games. It's just more like he does more like than he says. So in other words, you go to Sonic Adventure and onward, you know, the wacky things he says, the wacky things he do, you know, all types of things as he goes throughout the games and stuff like that from there. Um, it was really interesting. So he plays he plays the role really well. And it's just a lot of funny remarks and everything like that. And I guess he has like his little like I can't say henchman, but maybe I guess you could say partner, but maybe henchman might be good too as well. But partner as well, and you know, of course he was <laughs> filling in the gaps that, you know, that he wouldn't say or things like that, or things that wasn't understood by what he said to um to the um to the people that he was trying to talk to, like the general and stuff. So that, I just thought that was pretty interesting, to say the least. So I thought that was interesting. Um, they also made a little nods. Um, you might have heard a little bit of some music, sort of. It wasn't really big on that part, um, but they had a little bit of some music from the games. But they also mentioned like Green Hills. Instead of saying Green Hill, they got Green Hills as an actual area. So I'm looking like, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, that's that's a that's a place. <laughs> so um, and basically from there they just went ahead and took what they found and stuff like that. They showed out his little robots and stuff like that. And uh, he's like, yeah, um, I don't need I don't need any of this stuff. Watch watch what I do basically. And he brought out like all the robots and stuff. And you know he talked about it and stuff like that. And they went to go find Sonic. And well, Sonic was in the forest, so he kind of had to run and get his stuff out of the cave and stuff like that and kind of teleport even though he was taking a long time to figure what to bring and so then after that he left and pretty much went elsewhere he pretty much where went where tom and them was at and when with tom and tika there because they were talking because tom i guess was getting some kind of promotion and i believe they were moving and stuff like that and they were all talking about that stuff how happy they were and stuff like that i was like oh that's cool and whatnot and the next thing you know uh sonic happens to go to the location and, you know, Tika and them, she's already over at, I guess, their, um, her sister's place and stuff like that. And so, of course, they go to, like, the, the scene where, you know, he's sitting at his own house and then he hears something and stuff like that. He thought it was raccoons <laughs> and whatnot. And so he went back, he goes back in there and he basically gets to go and see, um, you know, the raccoons inside, if there were anything inside the entire the inside the garage area place and stuff like that and that would be sonic <laughs> and they both screamed at each other and stuff like that and he had a little gun that wasn't like a gun because of course we saw it in his hand in the trailer it was like one of those little little sleeping needle things that you use for animals to fall asleep because again tika in this movie is a veterinarian um so even though she told her not told him not to use it <laughs> at all he's like ah, i'm not gonna use it next thing you know he did and so sonic's legs went numb but he had a bag of rings, and basically those rings, again, like I said before, teleport him to a bunch of places. So it happened to drop one of those rings before he was about to leave, because actually Sonic was trying to leave um, to go to Mushroom Hill and stuff like that, and, you know, he was found and stuff, and he dropped the ring that opened it up, and it pretty much teleported him when he said San Francisco, because uh, Tom was wearing San Francisco on his shirt. I was like, wow. <laughs> And so, pretty much, the rings itself pretty much went on the tallest building in San Francisco, and I'm looking like that's sad. So they were on the top of those buildings, and you couldn't get those back until you had to go over there. So, you know, took a minute, long minute, everything like that. And so, you know, eventually he 
he, you know, he came there and stuff like that, and, you know, pretty much had to take care of him, because he tried to figure out who he was and stuff like that, and then Robotnik came after the fact, and was like, oh yeah, he senses that, you know, he's there and stuff like that, and tried to, like, swindle down Tom to say, hey, speak, I know he's here, type of thing, and they, they go through that entire scene as well, I'm not gonna go too detailed to that. But eventually they found him because, you know, Tom was about to lose his life until, you know, Sonic was able to be like, oh, okay, no, he's, you know, he's still alive. And then he screamed and then he got punched and all types of stuff. And they started leaving. So they, you know, they, you know, Tom saved him and tried to go into the pickup truck and, you know, go out into the woods. Or not to the woods, but on the street. And then he just let Sonic go because, you know, it's like, okay, I saved your life. Now go ahead and, you know, find your own way. Because in the movie, I guess Sonic was like, again, he was lonely and stuff like that. And he kind of like, in a sense, kind of wanted a family. He didn't want to be alone. It's kind of weird because in the games itself, the game kind of more or less, you know, you, you know, when you play the game of any Sonic game, even again, as we get into like the adventure era, you know, you're talking in a sense of a movie that, you know, pretty much just talked about, oh, okay, you know, things in that nature and stuff like that um and you know he was you know he usually is always like the you know free as a bird type of thing he you know he does his own thing and stuff here he's actually you know they kind of put him as like you know a child that just you know wants to have a family that's all he kind of wants so to be not alone in a sense so they go through an adventure and stuff like that i won't go too too detailed because like i said i don't want to you know they might contain some spoils you know but it's not much to spoil, but it's just in the overall sense of how the movie went. And they just go on an adventure, you know, start at a bar, things happen there, and whatnot, and, you know, A-Man's still trying, uh, Robotnik trying to still find him and stuff like that, and then they leave, have a good old time over there, and then they go from there, they stop at a hotel, rest, and then they go back on the road, and then eventually... Robotnik finds him and basically chases him down and has some action scenes happening there. And eventually, through that entire road trip of disaster that was happening there, eventually they were able to get themselves to where um, Tika and, his, and her sister was staying at, <laughs> even though the sister didn't want her to, to bring him in because I guess he had a, a, a anger or something against Tom. I was like, dang. You know, especially after the things that was happening there as well, which, of course, Tom explained what was going on until you know the dog happened to take off the cover because sonic was covered up because you know he had something had happened and stuff like that and eventually um you know they all fainted well except for tika but the her, her sister fainted <laughs> and whatnot and all that stuff had happened and as everything started to kind of make more sense for them and stuff like that they start you know going off on another adventure trying to run away and then eventually they get spotted or they at least go where San Francisco is and it goes to take them to where the building is to go get the rings and all that stuff like that. They have a moment and then all of a sudden Eggman comes there and tries to basically stop them again. And then you saw that scene in the trailer how, you know, they, you know, get pushed off the building and stuff like that. Sonic opens up a ray to teleport them to basically back to Green Hills, it looks like. And then Sonic and Eggman just start doing a chase scene where he will teleport to different locations around the world and stuff like that to get away from him. And then they come back, and all that stuff happens and whatnot. And then they fight it out, um, especially towards the end. And, um, you know, 
because again, like I said before, you know, Eggman has one of his quills that was able to give him a lot of power and stuff like that. He gets it back. He does a little nice little sonic boom. And, you know, eventually... After all the stuff like that, he tries to defeat him. And, you know, that's that's kind of about it. You know, there, that was that was it. You know, they become friends more and stuff like that. And they sing Kumbaya. And kind of sort of how it goes in the movie. Of course, you know, Sonic tele makes him, like, teleports... Eggman to Mushroom Hill, because of course we've seen scenes in the trailer where, you know, eventually, you know, Robotnik, who plays as Jim Carrey, who loses his hair and stuff, he, um, pretty much, that, that shows it, I mean, he pretty much showed how he, he pretty much showed how he lost his hair and stuff like that, I'm not gonna tell how that happened, but he, he explained how that, he, how he lost his hair and stuff, and, yeah, the rest is there and then towards the end um of course a certain certain somebody comes out of the ring because i guess some teleported ring appears out of nowhere i don't know how the person got it but that person happens to come out and is trying to find sonic you know and that's it <laughs> that's it so i was like oh snap so and that's kind of like i said the synopsis of sort of the movie again i don't want to explain it because i know it's a it's a really good movie you know my opinion on the movie itself was that the movie itself pretty much had about you know it's a, to me it's about i give it a nine out of ten i mean there wasn't a lot of scenes in my opinion where you know sonic would try to do like some of his actions and stuff like that i mean i wish they could show a lot more of, of sonic you know doing sonic stuff <clears throat> i mean he still does but not as much as I would hope and I know a lot of people were you know complaining about the music you know there wasn't a lot of memorable pieces of music which I understand that completely um I wish they did I mean again they they mentioned some songs in there that again if you happen to play any of the Sonic games especially the old ones you could pretty much distinguish out which ones is what so it, it made me happy when they did certain things like that but I do agree um on the fact that there wasn't a lot of music pieces that was memorable for you to like say oh yeah <laughs> you know i remember you know that game that sort of so thing that had happened and whatnot um so hopefully maybe um eventually you know when they work on another movie for sonic um then they can kind of do that because that'd be that'd be amazing for me at least i, I hope they can do that um So, um, but you know, that's, that's kind of how that goes. So I give it a good rating. I mean, cause again, um, the expectations in this movie was for some very low me, I came in there. I was still going to see the movie. I mean, even if they didn't have changed the way I saw it look like what I still went to go see the movie. Yeah. I, I would have still seen the movie. I mean, it's, I'm a big Sonic fan. So, you know, I still would have seen it through its ups and downs and trust me we've been through enough of sonic's ups and downs with some of the games uh clearly like a game like sonic 06 that always gets joked to this day and rightfully so because of how bad that game was of so much potential of that game and that game was so bad so sonic has his up and downs when 
when it came to games. But the movie, you know, this was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, you should see Sonic on the big screen. Because the last time, honestly, Sonic had any type of movie was, as a lot of people may know, Sonic had an OVA movie um, back around 1996, around that time frame as well. And he happened to have that movie that you could probably find on YouTube and probably somewhere else. It's still up there. But it was like in Japan, you can tell in terms of his inspiration of anime and, and, and his whatnot in there. But as far as for Sonic having any type of movie, that was the only movie he had. And so, and we're talking, again, 1996. Well over 20 years. Okay? Well over. And they never had made a, uh, in no movie. It took them long enough, but, you know, luckily, you know, again, this movie did really well. I was pleased. I was really pleased. Of course, a lot of things came to mind when I sat there and stuff like that. Again, if... You know, because again, again, the biggest thing was making sure that Sonic looked right, right? He had the gloves because they didn't do that in the beginning, which I do not understand why they didn't have gloves for him in the beginning. You know, his shoes, you know, resembled more or less Sonic's shoes and stuff like that. I mean, they're missing that golden buckle, but we ain't going to go too detailed into it. But that would have been nice. But anyway, but the shoes were fine, especially considering the fact they were Puma shoes. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I believe if I'm not mistaken... Puma actually, well, because I know Puma made shoes for Sonic. They had like a um, a color scheme of Green Hill Zone in a sense. But they had those shoes. But they actually have the shoes that Sonic wore in the movie. If I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't think it was a prank, but I think they legit have those shoes on the market. Or if not being on the market. And I'm looking like, oh, Puma might get a lot of sales for those shoes. You know what I'm saying? Without the, because I'm telling you, throughout the years of Sonic having barely any costumes and like maybe many, so many years back, they eventually started to have Sonic comic, um, Sonic costumes. Because as a kid, really there was no costumes for Sonic to wear, right? You kind of had to make them handmade or homemade yourself. You know, that's what we had to do. And, you know, want to be like Sonic, gotta, you know, had to make a mask, had to do this. So now they're making costumes. Heck, they actually have a costume for Sonic for Sonic's movie last year for Halloween and uh, well pretty sure they didn't expect the again the, the backlash it had for the movie because again of Sonic's design and you know rightfully so I don't know how many people actually brought the costume I would have but again if they have maybe when they bring it back next year when they fix this well, since they already fi fixed the design I mean hopefully we can see the costume being a little bit different but We'll see how that goes, but <laughs> but that was a costume. But they actually had other costumes for Sonic before the Sonic the Hedgehog movie anyway, but it took them years. But to, to sit here now and you can actually have legit shoes that can almost look almost like Sonic's shoes. You, know, you can put the buckle on yourself if you want to, if you buy the pair of Puma shoes, but it's there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's there. That's the cool thing about it. I'm looking like, whoa. It's amazing. The times have come. Uh, but no, what I was getting at was the fact that with Sonic, you know, I was happy that, again, they changed his design like we all did, because I couldn't imagine having that older model in this movie because there was, you know, Sonic's expressions and everything was just spot on. You know, they did spot on with his lives of expressions, because, again, at the end of the day, Sonic's a video game character and he's a cartoon character, right? You kind of look at, you know, characters like Pikachu, like Detective Pikachu. I have not seen the movie. But you can look at the trailers, and, you know, they had them spot on with a lot of the, you know, Pokemon. 
it's kind of interesting to see them in what they could actually look like in real life. I mean, those apoms, whew, they were terrifying to look at. <laughs> but I know apom, apom usually smiles pretty much about 100% of the time as a Pokemon. But when you look at them in like the actual real life thing, especially in that movie when they show those trailers, I was looking like, oh my goodness. It's, ugh, it's, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> But um, I was happy that they, again, they made that change because, again, I couldn't imagine Sonic having that older design being implemented the way it did in this movie. Because, you know, again, with that new design, it, it, it did wonders for Sonic in this movie, honestly. So I was very pleased with that, and it worked out the way it did. So there was a lot of things that happened that was great. But like I said, for me personally, again, if they add more music next time, that was, you know, from a lot of the Sonic games instead, too. Um and maybe show more action scenes because they had a lot of action scenes for sonic too but i want them doing like more abilities that sonic normally would do in a game you know what i'm saying i'm not saying you can you know spawn out some items which that'd be pretty cool you know what i'm saying <laughs> why not but bring bring out some you know little items in the games and stuff like that so, hmm, what's the shield thing <laughs> you know but that's up to them i mean that's just an added add-on thing but overall the movie did really well and i do recommend it and far as i'm for what i heard so far i think it touched already 100 million sales right now this past weekend i'm looking like whoa yep so it it, it really did well um for the movie and uh, if anything else in terms of the sonic movie um um well again like i said before there was a certain person that came out of that last ring so at least we can say we're getting a little bit more characters wink wink <laughs> we're getting a little bit more characters from the game being put in here so all i can say is that but uh we'll see we'll see um especially considering the fact how that will go for the next movie anyway i have to will to see but in terms of that overall um that's all i can really kind of say honestly um you know it's that's that's the that's the sonic movie it was it was really really great i felt like a kid i just was like oh my god ah, i finally did it it took him a long time <laughs> but i do recommend it now the last thing and this isn't really talking more or less in the sonic movie itself it's more or less talking in a sense of again sega um of course as we all know with sega you know sega's been out for a very long time Throughout its years, of course, you know, with Nintendo's war and stuff like that, and, you know, the unfortunate truth of the Dreamcast dying. Excuse me. Almost shed a tear there. <laughs> almost almost shed a tear there. I didn't want the Dreamcast to die, but it did back in 01. But ever since then, I mean, Sega games itself pretty much primarily been working on Sonic games, which is not bad because, of course, like I said before, being a very Sonic, big Sonic fan that I am, not i'm not too against that but you have to understand there's a lot of games that sega has and they know it they know it you're talking games like jet set radio man they need to bring back jet set radio that game was it was so hip if it wasn't the music it was i mean the gameplay was fine i mean it's pretty it's, it's a simple game but the music oh my goodness it is ridiculous how awesome that music is. Crazy Taxi, of course, had more games after the Dreamcast as well, but that should have been worked on as another game as well. Because that Crazy Taxi, as simple as that game is, of course, you know, it through its chaos, it's 
it's so awesome because again it's like okay everyday taxi cab driver pick up a person let them go you get you know fares and stuff like that but you get to do it in a crazy way crazy boost ish you know driving through different lanes weaving out of traffic and stuff like that going off of ramps that's how awesome that game is but i'm not gonna go through the whole entire list and catalog of sick i'm just saying there's so much stuff for sega for them to do but that's the biggest point what i was trying to make with this is again as i mentioned earlier they show like that sega logo with showing all those games of sega and i mentioned this beforehand as well once i got done with the movie once i went to go see it uh with uh, my sister you know i can only imagine since very successful this movie has went right because so far it's the biggest video game movie that has been on the surface right now it's the number one movie in terms of especially um, in terms of video game movies i mean i know detective pikachu was one um even though you can you can say that detective pikachu because detective pikachu has his has his own game but it's also at the end of the day pokemon so you can pretty much distinguish it either way if not as a whole it's whatever but you know I, i'm trying to think i'm not counting anime movies because uh, <laughs> on a two to one ratio uh, hmm. yeah uh it didn't do so well we're talking things like dragon ball evolution oh lord not that or even oh i even do even better uh last airbender oh god oh <laughs> uh, yeah but that's a discussion for another day but again in terms of video game movies it has done really well so i mean a lot of people have been asked to be like hey maybe they do a mario movie i don't know how it would go but i guess uh, we'll see how that goes maybe nintendo may decide to do that but in terms of sega knowing how many games sega has they can make a lot of movies off of those games instantly when i thought about it when they did that little logo thing and they said like sega films right sega films right because of course we can know maybe they're gonna do a lot of films for sonic right but what if what if they did movies within those games those other games i'm talking games like shemu that was like the first game that came to my mind when i was legit watching that entire thing just that trailer i mean not the trailer but just the beginning part of the movie when they showed the sega sega logo or sega films what if they could have done shemu right in the future because as great as that game is and storyline wise they can legit make a movie off of that game they can you know what i'm saying i don't know how recognizable it would be for in terms of the general audience demographically maybe like kids but as adults i mean they can make it a you know rated pg-13 maybe rated r maybe movie i mean you know at best pg-13 maybe but you know i'm just saying you know because shemu 3 just came out recently right and again i know a lot of kids may or may not even though i play shemu as a kid you know but again you know it depends on how they're gonna do it i mean of course as a general audience like the adults of course we all be like yes we're gonna watch this you know what i'm saying you don't have to ever worry about the money not going towards that i mean let's be real shemu 3 had a kickstarter and i saw so much stuff being built for that game because again the game itself wasn't made from sega even though sega has the rights and stuff to it of course people was like okay you want to work on the game okay i'll, I'll let you have it and they worked on the game of course they had to get a kickstarter i can't forget that year when they did it at e3 and had to get a kickstarter for that game and from that entire game 
what they did was they just had a Kickstarter. And the amount of, amount of money that was raised for that game was wow. <laughs> just like one more just to look at that. And it was wow. I don't know if it's still up there for anybody to generally see that, that amount of stuff that went for that game. But I was like seeing some of the things like people can buy merchandise as well. Not really buy it, but if they donated like say $5 or something like that, their name could be mentioned in the credits. And of course, as you start maybe adding more money to it, right? You can get merchandise from them, um, like little little things like a copy of the game, little stickers and stuff like that, little keychains. Um, they actually had one, I think it was like maybe only one replica of the jacket that Rio weared and I was like or worn and I was looking like really but I think they only had one like I said and they had it at a certain price depending on how much you donated and of course somebody already got that but it had things like you could donate like 10,000 maybe even more if you wanted to now 10,000 of course I would not recommend that from somebody who you know who you know if you work you know you know not minimum wage of course but like you know middle class type of thing if you don't own a company basically is what I'm saying I mean, I'm not saying you can't use 10000 out of your, like, say if you made, like, 60000 a year. I, I guess if you don't mind blowing 10000 off your check for that game, I guess. For one game to be helped to be developed. And a lot of times, again, that's more or less for people for company reasons. Because me, personally, as much as I would love, for, you know, to, to help out with in that regards, I wouldn't use the check that I have for my, from you know, from work, from doing that. Like, that's, that's a bit stretched. But if I had a company, oh, yes, I wouldn't do that. You know, I would do that. I would help out with that. If I know I got enough, like if I, the company makes about over a million something dollars, ten dollars, I mean ten thousand dollars is basically like ten bucks. <laughs> but I digress. Um, but yeah, no, they can legit do a movie for Shemu. There's a couple other movies they could possibly do. I know people mentioned like Space Channel Five. I can see that happening as well as, as grooving of a game that is. Um, yeah, just a radio. I could see that happening as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of games that they could potentially do, like Streets of Rage. <laughs> Definitely, that's another one. Um, Ultra Beast. I mean, there's a lot of movies Sega could potentially do. And if they actually decide to do that, they kind of got something going. That's all I kind of have to say about that. You know, the future, if they if they can work on movies like this and do very successful, like they did with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the sky's the limit for them games they can potentially do you know we you know we talk about marvel having its own marvel studios and stuff like that and making a lot of movies and we know how successful <clears throat> those movies have been right and of course dc is you know catching up and stuff with that but with sega you know maybe they just thought maybe i don't know <clears throat> i don't know what their thinking process was with it but if they possibly have done something that maybe could have been like okay you know maybe we could have actually had you know just maybe make this movie and that's it right just make a sonic movie and that's it right i don't know if that's what they were thinking or if they were thinking longevity on possibly maybe actually having you know more of a um of a you know of a sonic sonic movie you know what i'm saying so i'm you know just you know brought it out the you know the horizon as i once may say because that would be very interesting i'd be totally down for that if they if they truly decide to do it like they do they can make money off of that 
But other than that, that's all I have to kind of say about the um, Sonic movie. Again, it's a great movie. Definitely recommend it for anybody to go see it. Even if you didn't get into Sonic like that, it's a, still a fun movie to watch. There's a lot of humor into it, you know. So I recommend it for any kid, any parent, anybody. So it's for all ages. So, yep. And that's pretty much about it about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie.